Is this the third year that we've had chat wheel lines? Yes. Because last year they brought so. chat wheel lines back. So uh, it's the third year without me making it in with a chat wheel line. Oh, huh? that's right. <laughs> And now that we've synced the audio, I can compliment you on your sweater. It looks very warm and cozy and like a, like a very nice gift from maybe your mother, girlfriend, from, maybe from yourself at Macy's. Was, was, that, was that your own purchase or was that a gift? ESL. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what percentage very of Very your- nice gift. Yes. <laughs> it looks nice. If it didn't have the logo on it, it would pass for like Nordstrom's maybe. Um, if... How much of your total wardrobe is uh, was obtained for free from like an ESL or a tournament or a anything else? Uh, find a guess. Like specifically shirts and hoodies, probably twenty five thirty percent. It probably it it went down uh, like when I cleaned out my closet recently, and now it's about to go back up because ESL sent us like a giant box of swag for everybody at Birmingham. So <laughs> I think I just took down like six articles of clothing. Yeah. Um, do, do, including do you- a softball jacket. I haven't even opened anything up, so I don't know what a softball jacket is supposed to look like, but oh, it was big. It's gonna look like a baseball jersey. It's gonna be big. It's gonna it's gonna nice. have different colors and stripes on it. Do you like going out and shopping for clothes? Is that something you get enjoyment out of? Or are you like a, oh, mom, I don't want to go to the mall type type person? I generally don't like leaving my house for any reasons. But um, shopping for clothes is okay. I don't do it very often. So it's an acceptable experience. It's like an uh, event. I'm, like- happy, I'm happy having new clothes. Let's put it that way. Okay. I have a problem. I've, t- I've taken to buying clothes online now off of instagram ads they work really well on me oh shit so if we want to try and sell some clothing i should just buy instagram ads and target them at you i wonder (laughs) i have a real problem with uh with t-shirts because i've been the same basically i've been a men's large t-shirt since i don't know middle school and i just don't throw them away so basically if you look at my closet there's like a progression of stuff that i've had at this point for over 10 years like getting close to 15 years and um i should just i should toss them out because when i move there's i have like i i have like probably over 100 t-shirts it's disgusting and i i probably keep a good 40 to 60 of them in rotation but there's some in there that like i have for hoarder purposes no i shouldn't just move dog i got rid of why didn't you I got rid of so much stuff, dude. I got I, this okay. was this was the best purge I ever did. My roommate's looking at me right now. He's in the living room and he's nodding his head. He's like, "Yes, you did throw out a lot of stuff." So I feel I How feel validated. How did you have a hundred shirts, though? <laughs> but it, it, I heard he said he's lying. That's not true. He's he's just trying to do a bit. He's trying to be part of the show. <laughs> Fuck off, Nick. Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> sure for for whatever reason I, f- I find it harder to throw away clothing than than other stuff and particularly shirts like even shorts i guess i have, I have too many pairs of shorts I just, I just like keep them and i don't like change sizes i should like get skinnier and then maybe i'll need to buy new stuff maybe that'll be an encouragement i don't know i'm still working on it i'm snacking during the episode i'm not really working on it my life's a I- fucking disaster cap i've had a full day have you had a full day too you've been working like all day right yeah yeah what? i uh I worked a full day at ESL. We had kind of a short day, but I also promised Ellie that I would teach her how to play Dota. So I probably spent about uh, two. I had meetings that I had to take, and then I spent about two hours teaching her Dota. See now, those and are the those are the I'm games. Here. Those are the games you should include me on because you know that they're not important and they don't care, right? I'm like, not I playing can- the Dota. Oh damn it! I, I'm sitting next to her because I I don't think I can teach Dota while playing it very well. I think it's a bad idea. It I think gets it's, I, I just all my efforts are are into telling her. So what I did is I taught her how to play Medusa mid because um, she already played it, but how to farm more efficiently. Okay. So I just gave her three simple patterns that she can do on repeat over and over again, and I think that will win her a lot of MMR. 
what what type of MMR are we sitting at? Like, are we talking about like really fresh to Dota Guardian. or like try? Okay, that's still that's that's acceptable. Isn't that a level <laughs> but above Herald? Yeah, that means that you're like not at the bottom, so that that's acceptable. <laughs> like, as long as you're not at the bottom, it's fine. Someone right now is like listening, and they're like Harold one, and they're like, "Wow, thanks, Joey." But everyone else who's not that person, you're fine. You're you're a fine player. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck you, Timmy. That I uh, I've been playing more Dota since the battle pass got released. Um, mm. Quite a quite a bit actually, at, at least a couple of games a night, which is the first time I've done that in in months. Normally it's been like really sporadic. Like I'll take a Saturday or a Sunday and like play some games here or there. But it's almost been a nightly occurrence at this point. Um, and I think it's some obligation for for the guilds thing. I think it's some obligation to just try and you know justify the fact that I put a hundred dollars into a battle pass for a game that I've played for you know. 10 to 20 hours over the last six months or there's a bunch of excuses but i feel like i need to get my uh i I feel like i need to get my 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 pre-ti meta understanding back Mm -hmm. and uh and what 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 do you want to say (laughs) uh just so many things all right so (laughs) (laughs) first of all what's going on with your mustache (laughs) <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! How dare you? There was there was a beard an hour ago, and then okay. What you can't uh-huh. see is that I also tried to do sideburns. I but see I, that. But 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 I cut them too too close, and they're not super yeah. even. They're not super even. So like I tried to do it uh, on camera for something else, and it went horribly. Um, but but we kept the mustache. Anyone listening to the podcast can look at the video version. That's a plug, easy plug uh, on YouTube, and uh, and see that I'm trying to to rock this right now. I look kind of like a pedophile, um, but like not a homeless <laughs> a pedophile. pedophile. And, yeah, it kind of goes it kind of goes down a little bit. I think it's better better than up. I I don't I I don't know how long it's gonna last for. I think that I have probably. A weekend before I want to shave all of my face and get back to feeling some semblance of normal. This has to be a better look than the full beard thing, though, right? I I actually quite like the handlebar mustache. Okay. It's, <laughs> I just keep on looking at it, and it makes me happy. It's it's so I think I've determined that I can only do silly facial hair. I think that's the point of this experiment. Like, I think mm. it has to be uh, f- funny. Or, or weird, or like maybe some kind of weird Echo Park hipster thing. Otherwise, it's just bad. Um, we tried, I'll send you pictures later. These are for no one else but you. Uh, of the goatee that we tried in the middle, and it looked, oh man, <laughs> it's, so, it's so bad, dude. It's so fucking bad. It's, <laughs> it's a disaster. All right, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, okay, so the other thing was guilds. So you said out of uh, out of guilt for the guild. Yeah, out of guilt. You did th- make a guild. Okay, okay. So I made I made a guild for the show for this show for a, for a uh-huh. couple reasons. One, I wanted to try out the system. I was curious how it worked. So I'm like, I should make a guild. Surely people will join it. Uh, I, I thought it might be fun for people for people to listen to the show, uh, or or embarrassing for me when no one joins the guild. And here's been the guild progress so far. We haven't. This is the first time we're talking about it on the show. The guild is the guild side P S I D E P. If you want, if you want to look for it and find it, because it is um, it's not full right now. That's because there's a very. It, I don't know if this is common with all the guilds that are going on right now, but it seems like right here at the beginning, there's not a lot of like a guild allegiance. There's a lot of people who are like bouncing back and forth and leaving and joining and going to different places and trying to find a real home, right? So our mm-hmm. feel, our our, our our, our field um, just shows like this person joined, this person left, this person joined, this person left, and it's been sitting at like a constant fifteen all week. And I feel like I feel like fifteen isn't the worst number in the world, knowing that um, the only time we talked about it was my Twitter, which no one looks at. It's actually abysmal, and uh, and your retweet, which I mean, you know, that's that that's it. That's all. That's all the plugging that was done. So I'm very Somebody from Valve liked that tweet. Really? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Someone from nice. Valve listens to the show. 
We found a fucking uh, Red Eye spooked us last week and said yes. that he likes the show. So he's oh, going to be no. listening to this at some point. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, Paul. We've had one conversation. I don't even think it was a good one. So this is just, I don't, I just want to assume that the only people who listen are my mom and my roommate who is like in the other room and is literally listening right now because he has no choice because we're recording. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was fun to see people join and leave and join and leave again. The guild, um, like yourself, you were in there for I think <laughs> I think two. I think you were in there for two days, um, and that's that's fine. I I I don't want to sound sound upset or salty here. I think that's that of character and bad. And, uh, I think you should be able to do. I think you should be able to do whatever you want, and I shouldn't I shouldn't tie you to this dumpster fire of a wagon. But I'm, I'm just saying for posterity's sake, for anyone who's curious about you know, you know the, the, our our status, you know. That was that was one of the guilds. Uh, that was the first guild that I got an invite to mm-hmm. from a friend. Mm-hmm. I got some spam guild invites for sure, but you were the first one to invite me, and it has my face on it, and I felt compelled to join. I, don't I joined, even... okay, okay. and I wasn't playing any Dota at that time because the Battle Pass came out during ESL1, which was a shit show, by the way. If somebody is from Valve was, was listening. Thank you for that. We'll get there. <laughs> our, our days have been real messy. <laughs> um, but no, it... Uh, but yeah, so when I finally was, it's uh, one of the days we got got done early, and I went to play some Dota, and I had an invite. I, I had an invite from Blitz, and his guild that he is uh, an officer of, and is the the Church of Babayev. Oh, so it's the, the, the official RTZ fan club guild? It's the official RTZ club created by Zai. He created the Church of Babayev. He is the Pope Zai. <laughs> uh, I believe uh, I believe Arteezy is uh, is the cardinal or something like that. There's a bunch <laughs> of ar- archbishops, and everyone else is an acolyte, an acolyte of the Church of Babayev. <laughs> and the only description he put into the guild is is uh, I think it's uh it's like my dude, my dudes get points. <laughs> And so it's 50, 50 of like the the top like uh, of like a bunch of like top basically five hundred and a and a Dota goons that play a bunch of Dota and are going to grind a bunch of points. So we're I think we're already a, I think we're about to be level three already, which is where because the guild system is set up where once you unlock level three, then you unlock ability for people to do two quests at a time. Yeah. So that naturally means even more points. And so I'm just trying to get those points, dog. <laughs> I'm glad that you're I saw Sidepole podcast and I saw our our eight members at that time and I was like, this ain't getting me points. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's not getting me points either. Um I'm going I think that I might be like number three in terms of point getting because I'm putting in the work. I want everyone to know who's participating. I am putting in the work and dedicated. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I I don't I'm I'm interested. I don't even to know see. what the points get me. All I know is I want points. <laughs> What happens if you what happens if you just join a guild that is already a certain level? Do you just get grandfathered into all those rewards? I have like, no idea. Yeah, I don't know how the system works. I just know I've played like maybe I've played one night of Dota so far. I've played five games since the Battle Pass came out. Well, I've played more games of Dota than you since the Battle Pass came out. That's a small win for me. That will that'll be the one time that happens. Uh, we. I'm very interested to see now that we're talking about it on the show who is going to abandon their other friends. And join my goddamn guild for the show. I I feel like I feel like I need some kind of a gimmick. Honestly, like I don't know how uh-huh. to get people in the door because either people are gonna want to play with their friends. Right now, if you have a small group of friends, bring all your friends over. Right, like that's <laughs> you can have them all come in. Right. Um, yes, they can all have my cringy face from DreamHack, where I've got popcorn in my mouth going. <laughs> <laughs> And that picture has great SEO when you look yourself up, by the way. Big. I don't big, even know what that means. It, oh, what is SEO? Search engine optimization. The search ah. engine loves it. So, like, it comes up very high in the results, that picture. Like, I don't have to dig for that. I don't have that in a folder. It just comes up when you yeah. search up Dota Capitalist, dude. Um, nice. Like, I... Um, 
So I, 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 I was tossing around a couple ideas of, uh, of how to actually get people to join and max out the guild. And the only good idea I came up with um, mm-hmm. was paying people. <laughs> like then, then you're gonna it, bribe people like it, you bribe them into doing our ratings now you're gonna bribe <laughs> i see a trend with you joey hey how do you get people to respond to any type of anything right the answer should always be money so if mm-hmm. i got if i <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how else to get people involved. It's not like, hey, do you want to be involved with uh, in a guild with this dickhead who might not play a lot of Dota and net you a lot of points? Also, he's not good anymore. He only knows stuff like Chaos Knight and Bounty Hunter. Probably not. Do you want to be in the guild that's about capitalists who left to go hang out with his cool friends? Probably not. He doesn't not, even have Cap. It doesn't even have him in there. So, like, how do I get people in the door? How do how do I max out this guild and prove that this vanity project is worthwhile or that we have fifty, excuse me, forty nine fans and myself? Who are willing to join the guild? I don't know how to do it other than to literally pay people to join. But like, do I give everyone money? That seems that seems not conducive. People just take the money and leave, right? Like, I need some kind of a some kind of an insurance policy to get people invested in this guild. So, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I I, I don't know if this is the best idea. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of spitballing. This, this is a, this is a live brainstorming sesh. Okay. Okay. I think I think that I commit. To Venmoing the top point earner in the guild, just 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 straight out. Like if you're gonna come and get this guild the most points possible, <laughs> I'll send you like I'll send you like fifty dollars. I'll, I'll just I'll now, just I'll just send you money. With that, there's going to be a couple motivated people who would be like, I could use fifty dollars, and then all the rest of you guys should also join because you know there are going to be some motivated people who are going to bring in a bunch of points for the guild and you will get the side benefit of that much like i am part of the church of artesia <laughs> the church of babayev i've done one quest for it so far but i'm gonna get those side benefits i think i think though what i need to do because i think you're bringing up a good point because eventually it'll get to a point where like People will get side benefits, but they like will realize they'll never be the top pointer. Like it might only be like a small contest between the top couple to actually try and like win a reward. Mm-hmm. So what if what if I what if I set a bounty on like the top three, but then also set a bounty on just a random person in the guild at the end of of whenever it ends. I feel. <laughs> All I can think is, I think just in the, the, the just fifty dollars just for first place is already going to motivate a lot of people. Really? I'm oh, not dude. sure how much more you need to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna commit, I'm gonna commit a hundred of my own dollars to this project. I'm ready, I'm ready to take a Benjamin out of my wallet, kiss it goodbye, and somehow distribute that among people who are willing to join and participate in the side pool guild. I don't know what the best way to distribute it is. Is it, is it a straight hundred dollars for first place? Is it like a top three tier structure? Do I randomly distribute it to, to different people who are there at the end or who, who have been there? I don't, I don't know. I, I should figure out like I'm not a tournament organizer. Someone call John ESL or like or like Peter Blast and figure out how to how to organize a league. <laughs> Maybe Bruno has an idea. I don't know. Like I don't know what the best way to distribute a prize pool is, but I'm gonna put just a straight up bounty on our bounty board for the guild, and I will be goddamn so disappointed if I cannot still get 50 people in our guild, 49 people in myself, if I, if I literally bribe people to do it. Okay, so the question is, if you get battle pass points from being in a guild, I, I legitimately don't know. I Again, I've only played one night of Dota, and most of that night was not spent looking at the battle pass. Uh, so I'm still not entirely sure what you get. But do you think this might actually end up being more efficient than paying for levels? If you get enough people, right, motivated, grinding out levels for you, if you somehow, if you, I don't again, think you get, I don't know what straight, you get out of the guild. I don't think you get straight battle pass rewards. You get, I, I don't think you get battle pass points unless you're doing your own bounty. Like, okay. there, there, there's group rewards that give you a bunch of, like, group things, whether it be, like, you know, more coins or more tickets or whatever kind of, like, freebies they're giving out or, like, better cosmetics. But I don't think that oh, you directly okay. get at, battle pass points. I'm looking at the list now. So, three extra wager tokens. That is direct battle points if you win. Yeah. 
Uh, bonus for playing the event game. More tips so you can give other people. Five extra wager tokens again. Okay, so indirectly, you'll be able to get some more points. But yeah, there, there's no like direct benefit. Okay. Yeah, still, there's a lot. There's a there's some cool stuff in there. You get a techie techie wheeze emoticon. <laughs> emoticon. Very um, important. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Fifty dollars for first place, twenty dollars for second place, and thirty dollars okay, yeah. to a random person who is in there at the end. Shouldn't it be vice versa? Shouldn't it be thirty dollars for second and twenty for a random person? Is that better? Come on, that's that second place person. Twenty gonna feel like shit. Split. Feel like I grinded all this. I got twenty dollars while some rando got thirty. We'll split the difference. It'll be twenty five and twenty five. Okay. Fifty I'm for sure first place. Twenty five dollars for second place, and twenty five dollars to a random person. I will straight up Venmo you at the end of this experiment. If we do not fill up the guild in the next week, I'm gonna be so emotionally distraught from this. All I want to do is get more points than we're fucking guild capitalists. Is it? We're gonna get to level whatever, and we're gonna prove a goddamn point. Um, speaking of playing games and guilds and people uh-huh. in the uh, just like in Dota randomly, um, I guess you probably don't have this as much because you don't play under your alias when I do in games. Um, but I had some very nice people in in a couple games the other night who were like, "Oh, I'm a fan of the podcast," and I'm like, "Wow, that really warmed my heart." Until nice. until I felt this extreme need to not only be the nicest person ever in the history of a Dota game, but also play incredibly well to not disappoint them. Is this like a thing you've experienced? Oh, all the time. It doesn't stop me, though, from being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try not to do it too often, but like occasionally when someone really pisses me off, when someone's like, uh, uh, someone's like, it's always when they try and be personal, you know, when they're like, because it's not, it's at that point in time when they do something like, the biggest one is calling out the amount of hours I have in the game. That's a big one. You play blah, blah, blah amount of hours. You're still shit or something like that. You're wasting your life or whatever. That's sad. And at that point in time, you know, like I got to, like, like, I got to pull out the big dick at that point in time to shut him up and just be like, dog, I make money from this game. That That's my job. I make money. This is indirectly funding my revenue stream by me being here in this shit game with you. I fucking, I make money talking about video games, you little bitch. You think, I, you, think you can clown on me? You think you can shame me? My Man. life is fucking great. <laughs> I've, I've only done that once or twice, but it's always when like somebody tries to get personal with it, you know? I think it's less about uh, being a nice person, even though I led with that, but it's more like uh, when... Because this, is, this isn't like the first time it's happened. Now this sounds weird. Like, I mean, I've, I've ever since the whole uh, Necro thing, I've always get recognized in games probably more often. And with Reddit, too. Like, I just generally get recognized more often than I think I should in all reality. Um, mm-hmm. But every time it happens, I, I feel the need to just uh, play really well to not look like an idiot. That, that's what it comes down to. It's more like a personal pride thing than even like a nicest thing. Because I think my, my base level of niceness, my behavior score never dips below 10,000, dog. Like, I get all the comments. I'm, 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 I'm nice guy Joey over here. Let's rah-rah go team. I'm like a therapist. Um, but, but as soon as someone's like, dude, I like the podcast. It's like, wow, that's so nice. Fuck, I have to try so goddamn hard at this game to win. So for anybody who, like, watches, like, <laughs> If you listen to this podcast and you don't watch me stream uh, and you've never, like, run into me into a pub, the truth is, is that, like, I really can be an asshole. Uh, but the truth is, it's, like, it, somebody always has to dish it out first. That's, like, mm-hmm. a big rule with me. It, like, I try really hard not to be a dick about anything. Uh, like, if you're playing bad, it happens. I know exactly what that's like. Everyone has a bad game. I, I never, like, try and hold on to grudges from one game to the next, you know, like every game is a, is a new, you know, it's a new take on life. You know, it's entirely different game. Sometimes you just have a bad one or whatever. Uh, but there are sometimes I am human and I do break. And sometimes, you know, I get a little upset um, when 
my team is just playing bad. It happens very rarely, but sometimes I do break. And sadly, very, very sadly, one of those times happened where I was playing... I remember Sniper was part of the game somehow, and I think it was like two or three guys, and they were in a party queue, and I was solo queue, and I got them on my team, and they were much lower MMR than me. This was when I was in Europe, and, you know, they were just playing like dog shit, and I was try- and I was owning the game, and I was trying so hard to carry them, and I was trying, you know, real hard to, like, not fall into the flame, but, you know, at some point in time, I did. It was one of the rare times that happened. And what do you know? ESL1 Frankfurt rolls around. Two guys come up, say, hey, Cap, nice to meet you. Can we get a signature and stuff? I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Love to. Love meeting fans and stuff. It's really cool. It's really nice. And they're like, yeah, we're big fans. We got you in a game once, though. And uh, I was playing Sniper, and he was playing something else. And you kind of flamed us for playing bad. I was like, oh, no. I felt so bad, man. Because, like, I really don't do that very often. I, like, I don't mind being an asshole to an asshole. You know, that, I have, that doesn't linger on my conscience whatsoever. You know? But yeah. they, they, it was just one of those rare times that they were not being dicks. They, they were just not playing well. And, you know, I flamed them. And it turns out I would meet them later on to life. I, re- I apologize to them quite heavily. <laughs> and that story, you, you, like, it obviously made an impact because that was, like, f- four years ago or something. But, like, I still remember that uh, quite quite heavily. And I, I always feel really bad when I think about that. But, yeah. There was a point in time where I stopped being, like, I don't think I was ever ragey. But sometimes I would just be mean for, like, no real reason. And I don't know if it was, like, just blanket maturity or, or what really changed. But uh, it was sometime probably when I was back when I was playing Counter-Strike Source. So probably before Dota. Where I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't, like, be shitty to people. Uh, I'm glad I had that realization. Uh, sometimes, though, if I'm, ever, if I'm ever mean to someone in a Dota game, like, it's never personal attacks it's never like calling them idiots it's not stuff like that um but i can get sassy i guess like man really shouldn't have uh <laughs> tried to deward that ward when we saw four people standing by it or <laughs> oof man did he really kill you for the third time and you still haven't bought dust do you want me to buy one for you like that's that's the extent of of how i get and sometimes you just try and make them feel stupid yeah, I do. I do. And like, it's, it's like backhanded and passive aggressive because I'll still say it with like a friendly tone, which oftentimes makes it worse because they know. Um, but it's like, hey, man, do you just want to you, you want me to buy you a dust? I can get you a dust. <laughs> it's never received well. But that's like the, the worst it ever gets. And, I, and, and it's very seldomly the case. Um, I, I feel like as soon as I have a game where I feel frustrated in any way shape or form that means that it's my last game All and right, I'm, I'm so pretty good at that this this is gonna make me this is gonna be me being a real asshole it's gonna this is not a good story for me but i do think it's pretty funny at the same time <laughs> uh, do you know do you know the players that got banned uh from south america for uh, match fixing Arrow? a while back uh no, that was the those were the Southeast Asian guys. There was um oh. there was the South American guys, the Peruvian guys. One of them was um Smash, who's like that yes. was a really big name, Peru. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, yes. So one of his teammates, uh, I think it was Van, he was being a real asshole in pubs and stuff. Like just really fucking toxic and shit. And I remember he was laying into me and I hadn't done like anything wrong. Like maybe I'd misplayed a little bit or something, but like he was really laying into me. And you know what? I, I was like, fuck it. I've had enough. And I was like, I was like, listen here, you little shit. I was like, go ahead and say this shit to me on land. Oh, wait, I'm going to a land, but I'll never see you there because you're fucking banned. <laughs> Oh fuck! It was so funny. It's such an asshole move, but god damn it, he deserved it. Did that get a response? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that's that's the real checkmate. Is when they can't even muster a fuck you back. Um, yeah. Oh man, that's that's dirty, Cap. I you know I I approve of that. I I can't. 
sometimes you just really got to go for the jugular, right? I have a, like a very strong sense of like justice. I, I, and, you know, like I am not afraid to see it doled out. Like, uh, so, so to give you a good example of this, Pert said this was like one of, I remember he wrote about this uh, at some point in time. He said it was like one of the moments that, that like, yeah, whatever. Uh, so it was like a TI after party mm-hmm. and uh, there was this like drink line and stuff. And these two, like, they're pretty good looking. Uh, these two girls just like naturally like just kind of gravitate towards the front of the line. And everybody else is just like letting them do it because they're hot girls at an esports party, you know? And it's like, yeah, sure, you know, <laughs> just let them go through. I got out of the line, went to the front, <laughs> I talked to the girls, said, hey, I said, are you guys trying to get drinks? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we are. I said, okay, the line starts back there. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm sorry? <laughs> Ah, fuck, fuck that! Trying to cut the line, get the fuck out of here! Just because you're, just because you're cute looking, Mm-mm. not on my watch. It kills me that at your core you're a good person. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm a good person, but you know, I, I've got some asshole tendencies to me, but I try uh, and use them for good. Uh, the last TI after party I was at, I think it was Vancouver, which makes sense because I was not at Shanghai. Yes, this all checks out in my head. Um, I was I was talking to Purge for like shit, probably like ninety minutes or something. Um, like we were just having like a long conversation and catching up. We because uh, we we talked a lot like years and years and years ago. Um, not even a lot. I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore. Anywho, regardless, and uh, you know we're, we're both in Los Angeles, and I just you know ended with with a. Uh, uh, polite gesture of like oh you know maybe when we're back home we should get lunch sometime you know nice to catch up with you and purge in in, in all of his uh, uh wisdom and grace was like actually you know we'll probably never get lunch because we actually live about 90 minutes away and you know it's just so unrealistic to actually you know travel that far to get lunch and i'm like <laughs> i'm like homie you're like i was i was you know i knew that we probably weren't going to get lunch i was just trying to use like a like a human goodbye and you know maybe you're right you're 100% right. Your analysis of the situation is correct. Good job, Weatherman. Um, but but I, I was I was so taken aback by that. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. We probably won't actually get lunch. I'll let you know if I'm ever out in the far east Los Angeles. And maybe then. <laughs> let me know yeah. if you're ever on the west side. Perch is a boss like that sometimes. Right? <laughs> you know, he just he does not embrace niceties so much. He'll just give it to you straight. Uh, yeah, which which I, I, love I, I also appreciate that. I think that if more people, you know, were uh, not afraid to be like that, we would just like live in a slightly different society where we didn't have to like be so smiley all the time. We could just be more realistic with people. Um, but at the same time, like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. just just say yeah, sure. Have a good night. <laughs> Just blow me off like, yeah, you know, everybody else would. I'm not actually going to ask you if you want to go get lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, other other people, you know, you toss them something, they take that, they walk away, they drop it in the trash later. But Purge is like, he takes that and he's like, no, I do not want this. Take it back. <laughs> it's like Purge is the one, you know, like in the flyer, the handout of the flyer, you know, sometimes <laughs> they get a little aggressive with it. They put it to his chest. He's like, Purge is like, no, I do not wish to have this. Thank you. <laughs> I envy, I straight up envy his ability to to do that because I'm very bad at just saying no to people in general. So, you know, that, that, that that's a skill that he's a good flexor at. Um, anywho, I don't know how we got here. Something about something and other stuff and, and TI and being mean to people. Um, mm-hmm. if, if, if you tell me you're a fan of the podcast in the game, uh, that's also a big cue for me to just use one of those like uh, like plus points boosters. If we got a bad draft, I don't care. I have to look nice, right? So I'm going to I'm gonna use the plus points. So like that's just uh, – that's uh, I, I save those for moments where people are like, hey, like the show. And I'm like, cool, plus points best way to use the tokens so just um let me know it helps my ego join the guild i'm gonna pay people um is there anything else exciting about the battle pass for you i know that it's been out for 
Oh, not not even a week yet, I don't think, right? And and it's it's gotten some um some fun fiery contention on both sides of people like being really excited about it, and also people being like, "Wow, this is uh this is really money hungry." Do you where where do you fall on that line of and on that spectrum? I have not broken down the numbers. I probably won't because I just don't care that much. I already dropped 200 on it, if I'm totally honest. Uh, basically, what I do is kind of a rough estimate of like, okay, this is the last thing that I want out of this battle pass. And then I buy to a point where I'm like maybe 200, 300 points away. Because I know there's going to be a sale and that I'm also going to grind points up as well. Like when my whole life revolves around Dota, like I can write this off as a tax. You know, this is a tax write-off for me. So it's like, I, I don't even think about it too much. It's just, uh, I try and be as efficient with my money as possible, but I know I put enough hours in Dota that it's worth buying for me anyway. So. And if you don't get there at the end, you could always like, you know, drop another 10, 20, 30 dollars at the end if you're like, well, I really wanted to, excuse me, get that level for that Windrunner Arcana. You making fun yeah, of my hiccup? I, Are you making fun of my I, hiccup? <laughs> I hate hiccups so much, man. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are complaining about that, and I don't think it's... Um, they're not wrong to complain about it. Like, uh, I'm very fortunate about that my life revolves around Dota, so it's easier for me to spend money on it. But uh, you know, I would be more concerned with it if I wasn't in that case. I'm sure they're going to be doing... I, if, I had, if I had to guess, they'll probably maybe do... Uh, like they've done the same sale thing, mm-hmm. right? Every yeah. year. I bet they're going to do that, but I bet they would probably, I think they're going to add on to it if I had to guess. Like, like once, once Reddit kind of pings them and says, hey, this is too greedy, then at that point in time, you just like add in something, right? You put in an extra sale or something to kind of make up for that and the community's back on your side. Nice and easy. Easy PR points. What's, easy PR points. What's the most money you've ever spent on a battle pass? Or what's your like highest battle pass level you've ever gotten to? Uh, probably like five to eight hundred or something. That's uh, like probably not even not even as high as eight hundred because I've I've never gotten the Aegis. I've never gotten a Roshan or anything like that. I'll I'll never go that high because there's nothing. I literally just want the chat wheel lines to spam in games because <laughs> it's more fun to play Dota that way. That's all I want. And I don't even go as far as the legacy caster sound pack because that just feels like I'm spending way too much money when I've got a bunch of other sound devices I can use. Maybe if I was a professional player, I would definitely go all in for the max chat lines. That is a legitimate strat for sure. But otherwise, you know, for me, I'm just playing pubs, so it's not that big of a deal. I'm happy with the order of the Arcanas because I don't I don't play any Windrunner ever. Like I don't need to get that high. I don't play any Quap ever. I don't no. feel any I don't feel any like personal investment in that. Um <coughs> My body's not working with me today. Um, I I want the Skeleton King one. I want the Anti-Mage one. That's that's it. I think the highest I have to go is to get like the Skeleton King stuff, and that isn't even really that high. I put $100 into the Battle Pass. Um, I think I'll probably grind, between grinding and the sale, probably get there. If not, spend mm-hmm. like another $10, and then I'll be stoked. Because I do... Um, I still like playing Skeleton King support sometimes i think it's fun to do you're making a face no one on the audio version knows you're making a face right now but i'm just trying to explain that you're yeah um so so that hero killing me joey that hero is in my rotation and i feel i feel like any hero that's in my rotation i want to like you know get cool items for um because you know why not flex on 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 plebs um but yeah i i i think that you get like it feels like you get less stuff out of this battle pass because there's no setup for player card packs for fantasy. And if there's no fantasy, mm. we don't even know when TI is going to happen. That's going to be a real bummer for me if that's the case. Um, we don't know if it's going to be like a DPC thing. We don't know when the battle pass is going to... I think we know when it's going to end, but we don't know like how it's going to affect the rest of the ecosystem moving forward. Like, there's just Do so we many know questions. when it's going to end? I think they said that it ends in September. I think that they said it ends in September. I could be wrong. I could be pulling shit okay. out of my ass. I don't know. But do we think that TI is going to happen? No. Before September? No, okay, absolutely so, not. So why wouldn't they just stretch the battle pass out until TI happens? What if there's no TI and then this year and next TI happens in yeah. late summer, July next year, and then we have a battle pass for 13 well, or 14 months? Then why did we put a battle pass where 25% of the money goes to TI? 
I would have. <laughs> I I'm assuming. I'm I mean, because ass- it makes a lot of money, but <laughs> yes, because it makes a lot of money because capitalism. Uh, that's how the guild works. Capitalism. I'm gonna pay people to join our fucking guild. <laughs> Side P. Um, and that's whatever. I I would assume that they have a plan. And I don't think I'm in any place to, so. like, judge or, or guess or take shots in the dark knowing that I don't know what the plan is. I think if there wasn't a plan, what I would want to be doing is just saying 25% of the proceeds goes to funding, um, like, a more broad term, like Dota events, because then maybe you can, like, justify that for the DPC next year. Or maybe you can justify that for... Um, a major that isn't TI that maybe happens in early 2021 if we skip a TI. Maybe you use that for TI because it happens earlier than we're supposed to. Like, I don't know what the plan is at all, but just straight up saying that it's going to be TI 10 feels um, like maybe they're pigeonholing themselves. But again, I'm sure they have a plan yeah. that we just don't know about. Yeah. I, I Like, it also just, the biggest thing that it leads me to is like, I don't want to see a TI without that battle pass enabled. You know, because that, that like it gets people TI gets people into Dota um, and being inside of Dota, you see the battle pass. There's a bunch of cool shit there. You can mm-hmm. play some custom games. There's the the fantasy card pack that's a part of the battle pass. And then specifically, just for the sake of the competition, the chat wheel has been a crucial part of certain teams winning strategies like OG. I don't, I don't want to have a CTI where they can't spam their chat wheel lines, man. That adds to the, the whole entertainment and drama and, and fun of the game yeah i i have no idea what's gonna happen it feels like a fool's errand to even speculate i just hope that they're they have a plan and yeah. that it makes sense for me if, if for me it feels like it's an arbitrary date where they're just gonna stretch it out until whenever ti actually does happen yeah that's also possible um yeah. but i mean you know who the fuck knows what's gonna happen in august or july or in two weeks from now if we're being like really honest like what who, who who knows who knows world's Is crazy the dude third year that we've had chat wheel lines yes because last year they brought so. chat wheel lines back so uh, it's the third year without me making it in with a chat wheel line, oh huh? that's right how do you good times how do you find out about that like do you load up dota i find out the way everybody else finds out or so, in this case, because I was casting ESL1, I found out by not having people at me was was what I knew. I, I, of course, like, I went through the battle pass, like, at some point in time, but I was on the panel at the time, so I didn't, I wasn't on a computer. Mm-hmm. And so I just, like, when five minutes, the battle pass has been out, and five minutes later, if I, somebody hasn't added me about a line or something, I know, I don't have one in there. <laughs> And then I feel a deep sense of sadness. <laughs> you don't just like go back through and check anyways. You don't play all of them and be like, maybe someone missed it. Maybe someone didn't scroll to the $2,000 lines and I'm back there I, hidden with the... No, I went through... It wasn't more like that. I knew I definitely didn't have a line. And I I knew this for uh, other... There were other tells as well. Um, like no one asked you for permission? Uh, Not even that. I don't know if they do ask for permission but yeah uh, anyway yeah maybe something maybe something like that i feel like bruno might have like tipped me that you know there was something coming or something you know but uh yeah remember when i said i didn't care so much like i didn't add any money yeah well turns out i found out this year i do care <laughs> oh no way no way I didn't care the previous years, man. But if you think about it, because it, I went through the lines to, to figure out, like, what were the new ones and, like, what was added and mm-hmm. who was added. And uh, because at this point in time, it's becoming, like, a really, really fucking apparent. I am the only play-by-play caster that is not in that list. In fact, I'm the only play-by-play caster that doesn't have at least two lines in that list. Oh, fuck. Uh, like, it, like a, you a, think a, about a, it. This I am a pass? TI commentator for the last three years. I have been main commentator or a main stage play-by-play commentator. I've done multiple majors. I've cast a lot of games. Not the most, but probably you know, like I'm up there next to all these other play-by-play casters. 
all these other analysts. I'm on panel. I'm, I'm doing all these things. And somehow, despite having the same probably number of games casted, despite casting some of the best series that there have ever been, such as this last year, Secret versus Mineski, was easily one of the most exciting series we've ever had in Dota. And I got very lucky and got to cast that. I also cast the best game of Dota ever, which was EG versus Ehome, game one. Despite casting all these epic, big, mainstream games, I have somehow not said anything notable enough to make it onto a chat wheel. And so at, at this point in time, like w- when I find out that my brain is just going to a point of like, what's wrong with me? Am I just bad at my job? I'm laughing and I shouldn't be. Like, I, I, no, it's funny. Please, please laugh. Because I, I was also kind of, I was also laughing at this point. I was just like, this is getting absurd. Like, I, I, like, I know, like, again, I've told myself, like, I'm not that kind of commentator. And then at the same time, you know, it's like, okay, but that also should be part of your skill set, right? Is hyping up big moments and having the, like, I know I get hype. So, like, what's going wrong? <laughs> because, because just sheerly out of, like, I'm not trying to make chat wheel lines happen, right? But just sheerly me being a top-tier play-by-play caster and casting great games, there should have naturally come something at this point in time, Right? Right. Uh, okay. So hear me out. What's the hash? What What's the hashtag? Like 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 what's the what's the Reddit post? What's what's the campaign here? Because I think I, <laughs> is it like is it justice for Cap? I don't know if that's insensitive no, to the current no. political climate. Okay. That that is the thing is that I am. Um, I it's it's this way for the chat wheel. It's this way for the voice acting as well. I am deathly afraid. For various reasons, I think. I am deathly afraid of ever being able to use my position to get some sort of advantage. I know I have advantages, right? But what I'm most White, afraid male, of is... straight, uh, yes, middle class. so many advantages, uh... right? <laughs> but what I'm really afraid of is being uh, like propped up when I don't deserve it, right? I would hate to succeed in my voice acting just purely off of the connections that I have and find and and just find out that I'm just really shit at it. You know? Like like uh, it's acceptable for me to be able to make it as a voice actor and be okay at the job or or be good at the job but know that there's better people who didn't make it. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But what if I end up being one of those people that succeeds and just is just dog shit? And people think I'm dog shit. And I've just been propped up it's the same with the chat wheel i do not want like again i was asked for a chat wheel line and i couldn't think of anything so i just didn't didn't say anything right because i was like mm-hmm. i can't think of a notable like saying or thing that i do so i'm not uh, like i can't put that in i want my work to stand on its own that that is like I'm, I'm very big about that i want my work to be able to showcase like the kind of talent that i am one way or another so i will never want some sort of reddit post or something like that that says like where's cap's chat wheel line i don't want i don't want the sympathy of just like oh well, i guess you don't have a chat wheel line so i guess you should disturb it what's disturbing to me is not that, that i don't have a chat wheel line should that be great for branding or something like that but it's the fact that if i was a really great commentator i feel like i probably sh- there should be a moment like that by now you know, and like I somehow I haven't made that moment and it makes me second guess my abilities as a play-by-play commentator. I, I, I want to play devil's advocate or, or some kind of counterpoint or maybe try and introduce you to some logic that you might not be thinking about. But, um, yeah, I don't but have it. <laughs> but you're not, <laughs> you're not, you're not, not wrong. you're not wrong. That's the problem here. I, I, I can't, I can't try and poke holes in this. Um, I know. I've thought about it really, like really deeply because I got into this like funk. I would, I felt like very bad on that day, and I really got into a funk. And I'm out of it now. I'm all good. I'll explain why. Uh, but like, I really got into a funk, and I had already thought about these things because last two years I haven't gotten a chat wheel line. Yeah. We joked about it last and, week. 
Yeah. And, and like, I, I had actively, again, I've already talked about the fact that I said, oh, I'm not that kind of commentator. So, you know, I'm not the, the guy who screams black hole, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the guy who tells you what's really happening. Right. That's the things that I tell myself. And, uh, and so I thought about this before, but then I got into this funk that I'd never gotten before. And I thought about it even more. And I was just like, fuck. And I was like, I was feeling real shitty about myself. And then on top of that, I'm doing ESL one. And I felt like my play by play was off. That made me feel even shittier, you know, cause you just have, you have on and off days. I think most people have on and off days. Owen doesn't. Owen's always on. For example, he's just so naturally good. He's an enigma. He's, he's the different person. I've never seen him have an off day. I've never listened to a cast and been like, no, Owen, I don't know what he was drinking last night, but he is stumbling all over his words. He can't make sense of a sentence, and I don't think he knows where this game's going. Like, Owen always is quick, fast, funny, you know? He can always perform. Toby, I've seen him have some off days, but, like, Toby can usually pull through with just the, the sense of his character, you know? It works a little bit when Toby stumbles because he's just kind of a goofy guy. You know, but uh, so I was struggling at ESL one. I was in this funk about not having a chat wheel line. I see like, like, you know, I love lyrical and I think that lyrical Trent was really cool. And, you know, I love their duo, even though I tried to tear it apart. <laughs> but like I, you know, I was happy to be able to see him uh, be able to to get some stuff. But, you know, I'm sitting there going like, OK, like lyrical got like two this year or something. I think he had one last year. Toby got another one. And then I'm like, fucking LD's getting some. And I'm like, LD isn't even casting as nearly as many games as I am. And yet LD shows up to like these online games. And all of a sudden he's got this great, fantastic meme moment. God's got one as well. Happy for him. He didn't have one before. And I'm just like, so you're the last the fuck am I getting beat out by LD who's not even going to TI? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, fuck. And side note here, I felt really bad for Grant. Because if you if you see the line uh, that that is LD's see you later nerd that's a Grant Grant line. In fact, yeah. I'm pretty sure LD said it because he was casting with Grant at the time. I I have this kind of remembrance of of this cast. I remember him saying that and being like, "That's what Grant Grant says," you know. And it's LD's voice who got in. I felt so bad for Grant because we saw it, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure that's you. That sounds exactly like you." And then you click on it, it turns out it's LD's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I That's felt a, really bad for Grant because I I could tell he was disappointed. Man, so uh, you're so you're the last bastion of a play by play who doesn't have. I mean, even like analysts, like Blitz has one, Gods has one. I want someone to make a I table. Do all now. the roles. Red I'll, I'll, Eye has one, obviously. Yeah, I I, I want to see a table drawn up. That's uh, a. <sighs> Maybe, maybe it's because you chose to be so humble and just not submit one. Or maybe no, it's no, because... No. Okay, to, to be clear, that was the very first year that they were doing it. Okay, and okay. I was asked by somebody who was in charge of just putting together a potential list. Gotcha. Uh, so even if I had gone out there to put something, then I, I don't know if it would have made it. Probably gotcha, not. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, wow. So, um, and that was, just, that was just a one-time thing. But I yeah. look I look so, forward to someone we, taking that out of context and then them being like, Wow, do you know Cap has it? <laughs> like you're 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 gonna get media cycled on that hard, dude, and people are gonna take away the first part without listening to the second part. And then you're gonna have don't. to like then you're gonna have to go into a Reddit thread and explain like, actually, if you listen to the rest of the clip, you understand that I made peace with it and, and I don't actually feel this way and I don't want to be propped up by yeah, because if I do get a line next year, then I'll just feel shit about it because people lobbied for it and you know, at that point in time I won't know if it like is in because it stands on its own, you know, uh, or if it's in just because it's like, eh, fuck it, gotta give him one, you know. I don't think <sighs> Valve would do that, but you know, it, it would st- it would still be the question linger in my mind, you know. So so what this leads down to is I felt really bad, uh, and these sort of moments have happened in my career time and time again, and I did naturally turn it around. And I have been working really hard at ESL1. I think my play-by-play has been pretty good for the last couple of games. My analysis, I feel like, has been really on point. I've been, I've been really motivated as a commentator. I've done a lot of work. But what really turned things around, and i got to read this out, um, I was listening to Position 6 Podcast by Dan, and he did an interview with Toby. And normally I avoid any of the personality ones. Uh, just for sake of time, I'm interested in what the player story is. 
But I listened to Toby's because I knew he was planning to retire for TI-10. Uh, and that I knew he changed his mind about that. And I wanted to hear some of his thought process mm-hmm. on that and just see where he's at. So I listened to his, his podcast and he inadvertently said something that really, uh, really got to me and did cheer me up, which was uh, he was talking about um, his, own, his own place in the, the commentator sphere. And he was talking about uh, me and, and Owen. And he said he had uh, this to say about me. And it's tied in with Owen. He said, Cap has really developed into something different. He became that play-by-play, fast-talking caster, but now he's a lot more wordy storyline style. Like, all my points connect together, caster. And it's less about the big hype moment. It's more about the connection of the story to the hype moment. Whereas Owen is all about the hype moment. He says some other things about Owen. Uh, and he says, two of the, the two of them have fantastic individual styles that they'll never have to change again because it will forever apply to them and do whatever scene they're casting. So I just happen to be listening to this interview while I'm in this funk. I hear that on my drive home. And I was just like, shit. I was like, you know, I always told myself, well, I'm not that kind of play-by-play caster, et cetera, et cetera. I still hit those hype moments, but like Toby, what Toby really solidified for me is that while I tell myself that it is true, I'm not that kind of play-by-play caster. And the fact that he pointed out my style as something very different to the other play-by-plays and the way he described it was, I mean, it sounds very nice. It was very flattering to hear that, that it made me feel a lot better about my style as a commentator. And, you know, I was just like, okay, like, because what, what this comes down to is naturally is like there are all these big moments in Dota and I, I want to be able to make those moments the best that they can be, these games the best they can be. That's what I think my job is as a commentator. And not having a chat wheel line is like a very specific type of like you made this moment really big and really memorable and here's what you did with mm-hmm. it, you know? And, and so it sticks and so it, you know, it's this special moment. It ends up in the chat wheel line because it's, you know, lyrical going, coming through with the, and then I think it's Trent going, whoa, you know, it's a, it, it's such a good chat wheel line. I love that one, you know. And so, it for me, like the chat, not having a chat wheel line says that, like maybe I'm not making these moments as good as they should be. But when I listen to Toby's analysis of what my play by play is, you know, it makes me think that okay, I, I am really good. It's just, you know, I, you know, like I just didn't have a chat wheel line, but I am a good commentator. To- Toby helped solidify that for me inadvertently. So, Would anyone else saying that aside from Toby feel as impactful to you? Um, maybe Owen. Mm, no. I think Toby might have, like, specifically... Because Toby didn't really help me out that much in my joint Dota career. Like, we worked together, but he never, like, worked to train me as a commentator or anything like that. Um, and, like, I'm trying to think of, like, the people that it might have mattered. But, like, Owen is, is like, a very nice guy and we're, we're, we're friends and stuff. And, like, I could see him just being, what, Cap, you're, you're great. You know, like, and it wouldn't mean that much to me. Uh, Red Eye is, like... You know, like he's a, an amazing broadcaster and stuff. Um, but I've already heard him say some good things and stuff like that. It's mostly just because Toby and Owen are like my biggest competition in some mm-hmm. way, even though they're my friends. It's nice to be able to hear his take on on my play-by-play and know and hear that it's unique and that it will carry me throughout the rest of my career. You know, the fact that I have developed something that is different than the others. It's, it's nice to just hear that reinforcement. Yeah, you're, it, it's different. It's also like, I don't know, like you're also a professional assist player too. Like, can some of those people hit those hype moments if you don't dish it out? You're like the you're like mm-hmm. the Steve Nash of Dota casters. <laughs> there we go. That's a that's a reference that I don't even think if that's really right. <laughs> would be better. Okay, no, Is that's that, not right at all because I you can't assist because I'm also the play by play caster, Joey. So I'm fuck. supposed to hit those big moments. <laughs> fuck um <laughs> you're like but but um, i think i think what i took from it is is more that my play-by-play fits really well with dota because it's a longer form the way i i stylize games and he's right i work really hard on being able to build up a story of a game to to make the build up into that hype moment to make that hype moment as good as it can be 
So I'm still trying to cram this basketball metaphor through and it's just <laughs> falling apart as I'm running through an entire list of people in my in my head that I'm like, maybe it's more like a LeBron. No, it's not like a LeBron. Maybe like a Westbrook, like that might work. John Stockton, no, that's too last assisting. podcast that you're not really a sports guy? What? Oh, dude. So much. I, when you and grow I know up, I'm not. When you grow up in Los Angeles during the middle of uh, of, of Kobe Shaq season, you're at least a basketball fan. Okay, um, fair enough. Fair enough. So, so, so that's it. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying to connect dots here. I'm, I'm, I'm digging and I'm failing. And why are these podcasts recorded live? I mean, I feel like I should just edit in the part where I say <laughs> the right person's name and actually sound intelligent. But we're just gonna let that all live, man. We didn't even go back mm. in the middle of the show to uh, to to talk about how people should follow the podcast. So I'm gonna do that right now before we start to wrap up because we're not done. So don't fucking close the app. You see on the timeline, it's not over. <laughs> because there's still voicemails that I have to play for you because, surprise, we got more. Y'all participate, and I love that you're participating. But before we do that, I do want to remind you uh, that you can follow us on on Apple, Spotify, whatever podcast player you like. We're on all of them, literally all of them, even the shitty ones like Stitcher. Um, Or you can watch us on YouTube. You can check out the horrible facial hair I have and um, Caps, which is better than mine. Um, Oh, what if we what if we gave you like a really edgy look cap like tweezed your eyebrows so you have like a split eyebrow? I feel like you can probably rock that. There's an alternate world where you can also do a good eyebrow ring. I'm getting off topic. Um could you do an eyebrow ring? Let's do an eyebrow ring. Your camera went off. That's fine. Um <laughs> Uh, what's on YouTube follow us on podcast platforms that's all great if you give us a five star review on uh, the Apple podcast store and we read on the show we'll send you something maybe a Dota item um, but not money like we're sending people who are going to be in the side pull Dota guild Uh, I promised Cap, we're going to have another voicemail. We have gotten a couple mm-hmm. more. People have been participating, and I don't know if I'm excited by that or... I, you know what? I think I am excited, but I think that there, there is... I'm going to be embarrassed if we have more voicemails than guild members because, again, not paying for the voicemails. I am literally going to send people money for the guild situation. I cannot stress that enough. This is very yeah. important to my vanity. I would have been really embarrassed if nobody sent any voicemails after we practically got on our knees and begged them to. So I would have been embarrassed <laughs> if no one joined the guild after I said <laughs> to do it. That, like, dude, uh, there's nothing worse than, like, hey, everybody, you want to come hang out with me and be in a guild? And then crickets? Imagine that. There's zero cost to it. <laughs> Anywho, I'm going to go ahead and drop in our latest voicemail right here. Hey, Captain Joey, I'm calling on behalf of my brother, who would like me to make a plea to Joey. Joey, please stop doing weird shit in my brother's pub games. It fucks up way too many of them, and he just keeps getting cued with you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Love the podcast. This is... This is... This is a lie. Are you happy, Joey? This is a lie. (laughs) This is a lie. This is someone who is making up a scenario. I don't believe it's true. I don't think... I don't get cued with the same people multiple times. I don't play enough Dota to get cued with the same people multiple times. Imagine that if someone's like, oh, man, I got three games this week. No, it's not true. Maybe this happened Maybe this happened a couple years ago. Maybe this is like some really sour grapes that are not, that are not new, but I cannot think of a scenario. I'll check my goddamn Dota buff. I am convinced that this is voicemail fraud this is like prosecutable by u.s state law or something this is this is fake news are you happy you begged all those people to leave a voicemail now joey no (laughs) i am i'm happy why thank you for leaving your voicemail i appreciated the contents of its message i i do not ruin people's games this is this this is fraudulent i only play games for fun purposes and i i enable fun i'm like a i'm like a like a court gesture i come and everything's gonna be gonna be funny and sometimes i don't have 50 cs at 10 minutes and i'm gonna say flame karen you know what that's not because i'm ruining your game that's because i'm bad and there's a big difference you know, Joey, I admitted to my flaws of being an asshole, and you didn't hear any of my people call in to complain on our show. 
Yeah, they meet you in person. <laughs> they they <laughs> shave you to your face. Where someone someone has been like, man, you know, I matched with that guy who does that fucking Reddit thing, and he can you believe that he tried to play like a like a like a one position Jakiro today? Like what an asshole! It's only happened a couple times. All right, it's only happened a couple uh-huh. times, and never in ranked games. I don't do silly stuff in ranked games. Unranked games should be should be cannon fodder for if I want to play a hero in a weird role. If I want to bust out the support wraith king, I should be I should feel like an unranked game is my safe space to to get a little funky sometimes, right? Variety, it's the spice of life. Thank you for your voicemail, sir. Isn't this fun? You, more of you guys should call in with your complaints about Joey. I like oh. this segment. Um, thank you for thank you for teeing me up to uh, rapidly find the number because I forgot it. If you would like to call in and leave a voicemail that we will play on the show, uh, thank you. With your you. complaints about Joey? No, yeah. no, that's not what we were doing, Cap. We're that's just what advertising. Is now. It's, it's a not new what segment. This, that's not what they say. There's not enough people who can complain about me. Okay, like just it's fine. The number is eight zero five three two eight four zero two four. Call. Leave a voicemail. We'll we'll get to it. Maybe if it's decent enough, or if no one else calls. So, thank you, and no thank you. But I think that's see, uh, see the th- the trick is, guys. If you all call in to complain with uh, complaints about Joey, then he has no other voicemails to be able to play. So he has to play them on the show. Hey, you know, I really didn't like that guy when he uh, uh, got fat. Uh, also, I don't like the way that he kind of stutters sometimes. I think it's really embarrassing for the human language to not be able to speak clearly. Can you believe that, like... I think your handlebar mustache sucks. <laughs> God damn it. My name is Earl, okay? And I love my handlebar mustache. That's... We gotta we gotta stop, Cap. We can't, we can't stop doing 90-minute shows. This one's gotta be shorter. Uh, we, gotta, we gotta run okay. away. It, it's Friday night. I have a pie to go eat. I gotta I have, go to bed. You gotta go to bed. You gotta cast yeah, I tomorrow. I wake up early. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I hope that you have a wonderful night. I'm gonna go try and Thank try and you. source that pie, and everyone else can go join the guild because I'm literally gonna pay people again. I can't stress that enough. Okay. Side P S I D E P. It's got Cap's face on it. Number one rated podcast, New York Times, 2020. <laughs> 